So guys, another another very special interview. As you already know, we do these special interviews on a daily basis, and today is no exception where we have Alex Kolodenko. He's over 10 years of strong experience in real estate investing with single family homes, tax deeds, liens, money lending, and fix and flips. So he has spent 20 years in high-tech software industry in Bay Area working as an IT professional. He has founded Wealthy Mind Investments for his lifelong passion for helping people. Uh, and that's the website. Probably I'm just going to open it before I will get people confused. So that will be WealthyMindInvestments.com. So that's, again, WealthyMindInvestments.com. You can go and check it out, the website, and see what, what they offer and what they're working on. So now his focus is a commercial real estate investments because of the simplicity of being passive investors, scalability and tax efficiencies. He has created strategic partnerships with experienced multifamily operators that have boots on the ground. Makes sense. The success of the partnerships has resulted in increase in cash flow and appreciation for all the investors. He believes that busy professionals and investors deserve access to proven wealth strategies in commercial real estate investing so they can enjoy life to the fullest potential. That is so true. So again, thank you very much for joining us today on this day. And day today is 19th of March. So welcome to the show, Alex. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. It's, it's a pleasure and it's an honor because I looked at the website before. I was like, whoa, that, that is impressive. And I definitely would love to talk about more about the portfolios and the, the stuff that you guys manage. You know, it's, it's very impressive. So, but first of all, if we just go back to the times where Alex was, I don't know if you've been lost before, but I think a lot of people have been lost before. Like what I'm going to do with my life, you know, where I'm going, what I'm doing. And you kind of discovered this IT thing which I'm sure you've been good at. And what happened since then? How, do, how did you decide to transition into real estate industry? So, you know, if you just tell your story a little bit to the audience, I would really appreciate that. Yeah, happy to share. Uh, so uh, once again, my name is uh, Alex Kolodinko, born and raised in uh, Kiev, Ukraine. Uh, immigrated uh, to United States, uh, San Francisco, Bay Area, uh, 20 plus years ago. I met my wife. I have uh, two boys and a lot of family and friends uh, locally in the area and um, uh, in the late 90s uh, as some of you know being able uh, seeing the trends and being able to see you know what, what are the opportunities that would be currently uh, open and growing uh, the, the 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 first boom of internet started yeah. and being in silicon valley it was hard kind of to ignore that. And a lot of my friends were starting to go to colleges and uh, universities and graduating with uh, technology degrees and starting to get, you know, very high paid job. Mm -hmm. And uh, at that time, uh, I was uh, involved in the travel industry and the travel industry was also not doing that well. Specifically, uh, I was working in the travel agency and uh, uh, you saw the trend coming that a lot of consumers would actually go directly and buy tickets where online, right? Yeah. So I kind of saw that, uh, you know, this particular career was probably winding down and uh, started to explore uh, uh, other options. And uh, there were so many companies hiring left and right. And uh, so I was able to uh, go to school, get uh, trained, 
and started uh, my career uh, as a software uh, QA test engineer, which is still a very high paying uh, job, uh, not only in Silicon Valley, but uh, in the United States. So looking back 20 years later, uh, I was able to transition from a testing uh, role, uh, being able to test uh, computer software programs, uh, working at banks, uh, small startups, financial uh, companies. And um, uh, I, I still have a day job, by the way. Uh, I'm a busy professional myself. I work uh, in a client-facing role. I managed uh, client relationships after the acquisition uh, of the client. Uh, my official role is I'm a customer success manager, and I work okay. with large enterprises such as Columbia, uh, wow. Toyota, uh, Starbucks is one of my clients as well. And uh, I feel fulfilled, obviously. I, I do I love what I um, do uh, at my day job. I work with clients. I never, I'm never bored. But having said that, I still don't have that financial freedom uh, that would allow me to actually live a life on my own terms. And... Uh, about uh, 10 years uh, ago, uh, I was, I was uh, experiencing um, uh, some frustrations with some of the businesses that I was running uh, on the site, which I all, I, as long as I remember since age 18, I always had entrepreneurial uh, spirit and the same hustle in addition to my day job. And uh, for about 10 plus years uh, prior to uh, looking into real estate, I was, uh, 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 an insurance broker. So I was actually very involved in uh, helping people to get life insurance, medical insurance for small businesses, including individuals. And I saw that industry also sort of uh, going through transition where uh, uh, through Obamacare and through many different um, uh, stipulations and hurdles, uh, uh, the insurance industry tried to cut out the middleman, which was, you know, a little guy like me, uh, a broker. So I decided to transition into real estate. And uh, my journey started as uh, probably everybody else's uh, by looking into single family homes. Yeah. And uh, I started uh, doing extensive research because, you know, since in IT, I have very analytical mindset, right? So, yeah. you know, if anybody is starting out, uh, I, I strongly recommend to really understand uh, the, the math because end of the day, real estate is not an emotional game. It is a slow building wealth generation vehicle, but you really need to know all the different uh, ratios that's involved with that. So uh, the long story short is um, uh, I was able to acquire and upgrade my own home uh, during the last downturn, which was in 2008, where the uh, subprime mortgage uh, and a lot of layoffs uh, also was uh, happening. And I saw the power of real estate uh, back then because, uh, you know, in a very short period of time, some of the homes were losing you know, 30 to 40% of the value, which is significant. And being in the area, yeah. uh, you know, the average home prices are ridiculously high here. We're, we're still looking at $1.5, $1.7 million. Yeah. Uh, and uh, there's still a high demand. There is a very short supply and because we're not able to build any homes. So anyway, I was able to upgrade uh, my home from a tiny home uh, to a bigger home. And... Um, I started to get curious about what else is possible in real estate. So I started to educate myself and went to a lot of seminars, uh, 
went to a lot of meetups, read a lot of books, and uh, one of the books is uh, uh, that uh, w that I recommend to everybody hey. is a cash flow quadrant, but uh, uh, Robert go. Kiyosaki, the right? First one, the first one. Sorry for interrupting. Yeah, exactly. So, so this is like a Bible for everybody that you know needs to work around the mindset and understand yeah. that you know there is more than stock market. And uh, I tell a lot of people uh, uh, that you know we've been brainwashed, including myself, <laughs> around uh, the, the stock system, market, they, they, right? Educational system, yeah, it just doesn't do a good job, you know? yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, being in Silicon Valley, for example, being in technology, working in technology, and uh, looking at uh, alternative assets, which is real estate, right, is still unusual because you know Wall Street does a really well good job of advertising and uh, you know uh, soliciting uh, all of us to continuously invest on in dollars cost averages. So all of these uh, Wall Street lies that people kind of carry on uh, on a uh, subconscious level that they're not even aware that, you know, there's other opportunities. So anyway, I started with single family homes and uh, I had a friend of mine uh, that was doing really well in foreclosures and buying tax deeds and tax liens. So I got exposed to that. I went to a few auctions with him to kind of see and pick up his brain. And uh, I did some money lending deals where I would actually loan the money for a fix and flip projects and I would uh, get an interest on that. So I tried that model as well. I uh, ended up buying a home in Orlando that I did Airbnb on and later on I switched to a long-term lease, which I still do own. And uh, uh, about five years ago, I started to understand that, you know, uh, there is this uh, commercial uh, syndication model that's available. It's a group investment, right? So a group of people could uh, co-invest with $50,000 typically or so and put a large down payment, including rehab cost on a large project, which is could be you know, 200 uh, keys uh, for a hotel or it could be 200 units uh, for apartment building. And I was a little bit curious about that. So I started to educate myself because you know, I, I always had a day job in addition to you know, uh, working in the real estate, right? Yeah. And uh, I really like the model specifically for me uh, and other people who are in high paying jobs that don't have a lot of time. They can't travel on yeah. demand to different cities, tour uh, different properties. So I really like that uh, scalability model that if somebody moves out on a 200 unit, you still have you know, 199 other units yeah. that are available um, you know, to be rented, right? And uh, I experienced it myself, but at one point, you know, I had a tenant at my house that moved out and I had to re-rent the house with a property manager. But in, in the meantime, I actually lost some revenue, right? And uh, so I started testing the waters uh, with my own funds uh, doing that, which is commercial real estate. And uh, I was one of the probably first pioneers that uh, started investing with uh, online portals. Uh, which is uh, Realty Shares was one of them, uh, one of the first pioneers uh, that started uh, doing large deals uh, for accredited investors online. And I took a dive, uh, I invested some funds, uh, I did pretty well. Some of the deals didn't turn out to be uh, as good as they were advertised because of the performance and projections and because of the inexperience of uh, the operators, but I was hooked. Uh, for a couple of reasons. Number one is it requires 
no time once you make a commitment, uh, which is doing your own research and wiring the funds from the investment. You know, it yeah. is, it's a very scalable model that allows you basically to just collect uh, uh, cash flow. And now you have to do your due diligence, right? You have to understand the market. You have to research the operator experience. You have to wear out the deals, you know, from good to bad, right? So yeah. it still involves uh, due diligence upfront. But once that is done, everything else is pretty much taken care of because of, again, the scalability model, because the numbers are built in in a such a case that you're able to just collect the cash flow. Now, you have to, again, I, I'm going to reemphasize, you have to do your due diligence on a sponsor on the market. But once that's taken care of, um, it's one of the best investments uh, that's been working really well for me. And uh, uh, another thing I want to mention is uh, it's a very tax-efficient uh, strategy. What I mean by that is because of the cost segregation, depreciation, and all the business expenses, experienced operators are able to structure deals in a, such a way that me as a passive investor, a busy professional, mm -hmm. uh, is able to collect that cash flow and pay zero tax. You can make K-1 firms, everything, right? Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. In fact, I recently actually did my own uh, interview with the CPA uh, who was explaining that uh, in more detail. And at first I was very skeptical, just like anybody else. Uh, but then if you really think about it, and you know, obviously the books, uh, Kiyosaki book uh, talks about that, a lot of people are going to real estate because of the tax okay, yeah. advantages, because of those uh, write-offs that you're able to take advantage. Again, you have to be educated, you have to do your due diligence and uh, structure it well, but uh, it's been working uh, really well for me personally. So like yeah. you said, you know, I've tried uh, different uh, sort of uh, investment types in real estate and I decided to stick with the commercial and uh, work. We've developed a pretty good relationship with some of the operators that we yeah. want to work with uh, in the future as well. Well, I think you made a definitely a great choice, you know, by doing that because it's a it's a great space. Because I'm just looking at some stuff here on a, on the internet. Actually, I would love to ask you uh, more questions, yes, dive deep into the deals, but we're gonna discuss that. But first of all, I just want to come back what you just said. You've been young and you kind of always uh, found yourself into the side hustle stuff. The, just being active doing business would you think is that your own personal self is that who you are or is that because you're in u.s because you know that's where like entrepreneurship is is pushed in the states right like it, it's, it's uh, uh it is but i think it, it's more uh, uh i would say it's more related to your personality i think even growing up uh, i always had that desire to be my own boss and was your family? Uh, no, actually, my family was uh, uh, on my father's side. He was a blue collar uh, working construction. On my mother's side, she always had something <laughs> going. I guess I picked up something from uh, my mother. Unfortunately, she did pass away while uh, I was still relatively young at age uh, 13. But I guess something was running <laughs> in, in my genes. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. So I would love to come back to the time what you mentioned, where you explore, when you found, you know, the 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 single family homes, let's say, and then you explore the syndication, like, how did you find that? How did you find out about the syndication in the first place? Was it the book? Was it the people around you? Like, because that was how, how many years ago was that where you discovered syndication? Uh, syndication level five. So, uh, you know, uh, I think you, ha you, you become who you hang around through it, right? So what I was able to do, I was able to actually go to a few meetups 
Okay. Uh, that specifically targeted uh, uh, people, you know, in, uh, that were looking for tax advantages, wealth building vehicles. And then since again, I'm an analytical guy, right? So, you know, if anybody tells me something for the first time, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Check it out. Let, let me go back home and do my own research. Because, <laughs> you know, we all have access to Google uh, and we can talk to many people online. There's Facebooks nowadays, right? So, you know, what, yeah. what I did was I, 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 I took that also with a grain of salt. I, when I went home and uh, I did my due diligence and I started looking at, um, you know, uh, different options, right? And I really like that option because, again, it is scalable and it's a, it's a very hands off so it's not a hands-on right yeah so uh you know for people uh that me that that are like me that have day job that have families and they can't just you know quit their job and become real estate investors right yeah uh, it, it is a great option to get their feet wet uh, and start the journey in real estate investing as a, as a passive investor so that has worked for me and uh, right now I'm, I'm getting to the point where actually I can help other people to do the same. And if I like the deal that I personally uh, would invest my own funds, then I would tell my family and friends. Got it, got it. Yeah, because if you find something excited, if you find the gold, you know, in, in, in your pocket, maybe you want to share it. Maybe you want to share it to somebody and say, hey, listen, look what I found. So it makes, it makes total sense because you want to, again, you want to do well personally, but you want your family, the close ones to do well financially as well. So it definitely makes yes. sense. So, you know, and I'm looking at the website, wealthymindinvestments.com. Again, that's the website for you guys uh, to go and check it out. It's very impressive. What I'm looking at, it says 3,000 plus multifamily units. So that's, uh, that's no brainer. Multifamily, you talked about that. But what caught my attention, 1,000 hotel units. And that's completely different because that's, uh, you know, th th this is more of a service type of business. So why, like, why does the company that you're involved in, like, why they do diversify into hotels as well? Maybe you can talk sure. about that. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great uh, question. So uh, a lot of people do actually uh, specialize in one thing versus another, which is yeah. some people just do mobile home parks. Other people just do. Uh, um, multifamily, which is apartment buildings, uh, others just do hotels. So uh, my partner and I, we thought about this and we've decided not to box ourselves uh, actually in one uh, particular uh, strategy versus the other. It just depends on the market, depend on condition of the market. I think you have to be able to pivot and, uh, you know, even uh, looking back at my own career, I switched <laughs> careers multiple times. And what works today uh, doesn't work to, uh, tomorrow. So, for example, uh, you know, Airbnb has been doing really well, right? Yeah. And uh, th there's been a, an amazing uh, returns uh, from cash flow perspective. But right now, it's not working that well because of the travel and all these wires and, and all this and that. So, you know, you, in real estate, I think you have to be able to pivot very quickly. And it takes time, actually, to pivot. What I mean by quickly doesn't mean it's just like that in a day, right? But in a, yeah. being able to see the trends, to anticipate what's working, what's not working, and uh, adjust the plan work fine. So right now, hotels are not a great investment. So I would not recommend uh, anyone actually to consider hotels. The prices, the occupancies obviously will come down during the recession. There is no travel at all. I mean, all of these hotels right now are uh, totally bleeding. But when the economy is doing well and it's an expansion mode, 
it may not be a bad investment. In fact, one of my best investments uh, from a return perspective has been a hotel. I'm actually listing that uh, case study on my website where uh, I identified the sponsor that actually only invest in hotels and they buy large uh, brands uh, such as Hilton wow. Hotels, uh, Double Trees, uh, and I was able to pretty almost double uh, 10x, uh, 2x on my return of investment in less than uh, two years or so with them. That particular investment was in Salt Lake City. It was positioned well, where uh, it was very close to the airport. Uh, Salt Lake City is considered a very busy airport and um, just timing, right? Just doing the research. Maybe I got lucky, <laughs> who knows? But uh, um, again, we don't want to box out ourselves uh, in a particular niche. So we, we, we consider ourselves commercial real estate investors. So right now we're actually looking at storage units because you know, when the economy uh, does uh, shrink and slows down, people do need a space uh, to hold uh, you know, their, their stuff. And that will be, I'm guessing that will be down South Florida, probably, right? Yeah, so we're specifically looking for cash flowing, growing markets. Being in California, uh, I want to be patriotic to my golden state, but end of the day, like I said earlier, <laughs> it's a numbers game, right? If you, we're just not able to find any cash flowing deals yeah. that have uh, also uh, capital preservation in, in place. Yeah. Uh, California has a lot of run up right now and uh, yeah. there might be good opportunities in the near future who knows what the future holds as far as this recession right but the, right yeah. now we're not looking at any deals at all in california yeah 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 so because so you, you mentioned the um, storage units so you're planning to look for those like somewhere down south right yes that, cause, yeah because that will be the, the markets and the properties that i'm looking at currently you operate uh, I still see you have up north some properties in there. So maybe you can talk about, you know, your investment criteria, what, what you're uh, actually planning to look, let's say this year or maybe in the next five years, like what states and for what reason you're planning to invest into these states? Yes, so uh, that's a great question. So our in, uh, investment criteria and sort of criteria in general, obviously we want to invest in growing market and when i say growing is we look for the inflow of people right so we, we look at the key trends and all this information by the way is available on google so you can actually search for population growth city uh, cleveland versus uh, orlando versus florida so you, you need to identify these trends right you want to go into the markets that are attracting people uh, you also want to know are the jobs created right there and typically that's one of the reasons why there is a population now when it comes to florida there's a lot of people move there because of you know better weather uh, proximity to the ocean uh, older population tends to move move up there but we also we've seen a trend where uh, millennials and elder people uh, they actually prefer to rent versus own uh, their own uh, houses people tend to uh, start families a little bit later in their lives and older people actually would like to downsize and downgrade for larger homes to smaller uh, apartments. So we look for job growth, we look for obviously incoming population, we look at school districts, uh, we look at crime rates, and uh, we, al we also look for experienced partners that are operators uh, that have these boots on the ground, that have systems in place. We also look for 
very conservative underwriting right now, especially mm -hmm. now because we think that economy, like I mentioned earlier, is going to slow down and recession. So there will be occupancy dip. People yeah. are going to lose jobs and they will have a problem, you know, paying the rent, right? So, uh, you know, we're looking for longer terms financing, uh, you know, five to even 10 years uh, to, to stretch and to, you know, put the buffer. And we're also looking for uh, extra reserves right now in case occupancy decreases even more than uh, the projections were. Yeah, well, specifically no, as far as this, uh, uh, so go ahead. No, please, please go ahead. Yeah, especially uh, as far as the states, we're looking for uh, Florida, we look at the Carolinas market, we, we still look at Texas, even though it's very heavily uh, geared toward the oil and gas, but uh, a lot of the markets such as Dallas is very diversified, so we continuously to look uh, at, at that as well. So we're long term, we remain very bullish. But in the short term, uh, we actually turned down a few deals over the last few weeks because we didn't feel comfortable, you know, pulling the trigger and investing our own funds. So we decided let's let's wait for a couple of weeks at the bare minimum and see how this shakes out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Talk talk about the underwriting right now, right? I mean, everybody has to pay so much attention with what's going on. I mean, nobody nobody underwrote that there will be, everybody kind of knew there will be an upcoming, you know, downturn, but nobody planned it's going to be like downturn plus the virus, which means exactly. people losing the jobs, like hundreds of thousands of people losing the jobs at the same time. People living in your, in your units, you cannot evict them, you know, because where are they going to go? No, you can't. So, you know, it's going to, it's going to suffocate the business and, you know, but more than that, it's just the people like it's, it's, it's a sad, sad time where people have to suffer. So I hope, you know, everybody's who's watching you're, you're good right now, but things are going to even out and life is going to continue. So talking about continuing life, um, again, having together with this company, 3000 now and counting multifamily units, thousand hotels which I don't know, what, what's the plan, uh, exit plan for, for these hotels? Uh, you know, with you, maybe you can talk a little bit about that because I would love to hear since we... Since yeah, so luckily for me, I don't have a lot of exposure in hotels uh, right now. I only have one. I expect that the, uh, the uh, operator is going to suspend uh, the cash flow distributions. I mean, they have to do what they have to do to keep the uh, business running, right? And... Um, uh, there's going to be definitely challenging times. There is no question about that. I just heard the report that uh, the unemployment could hit as high as 20% in the States, Whoa. which could be pretty devastating uh, to the economy. But again, uh, I'm just holding uh, strong and I remain very bullish in the long term. Again, in the short term, uh, yes, things might, might get ugly, but when there is panic, there is also opportunities, right? So there, there will be opportunities to hopefully pick up uh, some additional uh, assets. And uh, w when you're building that kind of portfolio, you need to create contingency plans, right? You should not be investing your last reserves into uh, uh, such investments, right? So yeah. I am, uh, you know, protected very heavily for myself. I have some uh, additional cash that I'm kind of waiting for things uh, to cool off and then redeploy that. You know, I encourage everybody to be extremely cautious and uh, very protected. 
I also encourage everybody, you know, to open up uh, a HELOC, which is home equity line of credit. Uh, so you can actually borrow against your own equity and buy additional uh, opportunities. I also encourage people to look into refinancing, which uh, I did about four months ago for my own primary residence as well. I'm actually refinancing the house that I mentioned in Florida right now. The, the interest rates are uh, super low, right? Yeah. So it, it's, it's a great time uh, to- gonna refinance. Yeah, I mean, if you're not refinancing or even looking at that, there's seriously something wrong yeah. <laughs> with you. This could be an opportunity of a lifetime to reduce your uh, expenses and redeploy uh, your, your cash, right? So I've been in communication with some of the operators. You know, they do have some reserves. I expect, again, occupancies to decrease, but they're also looking at refinancing their existing options to you know, lower the, the mortgage payments. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, hopefully Congress also will uh, look into suspending mortgage payments. Uh, as you know, for example, in uh, Italy, they, they have done this. And uh, this would be something interesting. If, I'm not sure if it's a possibility in the States, but uh, we would not rule out such possibility even uh, here. Yeah. Yeah, well, that that's that's shocking. I mean, twenty percent is is a huge number, and it's going to be yes. in a very in a very short period of time. So you know, uh, hopefully, we we we're not going to go back again. Like, it's the same as underwriting. You have we just have to do the worst case scenario, and you probably should expect for twenty or probably even more, just in case. You know, because those things can happen. But hopefully, we're not going to go there. Who knows now? So, but still looking at the situation that you are currently. I mean, with the portfolio that you have. Uh, I mean, I'm keep scrolling and looking at the properties. They're super beautiful. You should guys go and visit the websites just to take a peek of what these guys have. It's very impressive. So what you're still uh, looking to accomplish this year, have you changed your uh, business plan and the, and the things that you're looking uh, to get accomplished before the, the virus and now have things changed and you're going to do stuff differently? Like what, what you're planning to, to do from an acquisition standpoint for this year? Yeah, so from the acquisition perspective, uh, the goal for this year was uh, four properties uh, this year. To participate in four different uh, type of uh, opportunities and we left it open depends on opportunity it could be hotel storage unit but hotels are definitely <laughs> out of the question okay. uh, new development not the right time to do new development at all in fact uh, we were always uh, looking into more capital preservation and cash flow mm -hmm. perspective to begin with that that was our search criteria so uh, you know the, the quarter is ending uh, soon we have not been able to accomplish our goal and we don't feel bad about it to be to be honest with you like i said we have evaluated two deals last week one was 55 percent current occupancy where in good market conditions that was a screaming deal because the experienced operator had taken similar properties from even lower occupancy to 90 plus occupancy rate but right now we decided, you know what, uh, there's so much uh, can, you know, unknown and fear on the market that we decided to walk away. Another deal we just walked away was a type plus property, conservative underwriting, but we just decided that even a type uh, property Sorry. might not be the right property to invest. So we typically target B, D minus type of properties. We looked into the C's in the past. But right now, because of so much calamity, again, on the market, people losing jobs, the people that 
uh, rent uh, apartments in C-type, they do not have a lot of cash. Mm-hmm. They do not have those six months of savings. So yeah. we're eliminating uh, that option uh, C-class uh, right now because this is not the right time to jump. Again, if the prices do come down to significant levels, we might relook into that. So uh, the goal, uh, as of right now, you know, being an entrepreneur, real estate investor, again, you have to be able to shift and focus yeah. Uh, on the, on the different priorities. Uh, we still have a goal of four deals. Uh, we don't know when those deals come out. Uh, we're still talking to operators. In fact, a lot of them say that they're more in a slow down mode themselves to see what this checks out. But I do know that some operators continuously look for deals yeah. and uh, evaluate them. So, you know, yeah. we're optimistic. But at the same time, we just decided to increase uh, um, our contingency plans, increase our underwriting and be even more cautious than before. Because uh, if you think about it, you know, uh, all the markets are very cyclical. This uh, coronavirus uh, was just, uh, you know, additional uh, occurrence that happened in a market that gave that I don't want to say an excuse, but it's just the timing yeah. that, <laughs> that was bound to happen anyway. The market has an amazing great run, including stock market and multifamily and commercial real estate. And it was bound to happen anyway. So uh, I'm not very worried about my current uh, uh, holdings. Uh, they will uh, perform well in the long market because the way I invested in them, I did a lot of due diligence on the sponsors and on the deal yeah, itself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's going to do well. It's all about just, you know, I mean, you know, people not paying the rent, you know, which is how, who, who knows how long is that going to happen? Maybe for the future, you know, people are going to start looking different options when it comes to, you know, uh, tenant screening process. Maybe they're going to sure. start looking for some, you know, I don't know, freelancers, maybe the people who can work from homes more kind of, a, you know, like 60, 40 percent, whatever. I don't know. But it's going yeah. it, to change, change the game probably a little bit, you know, from, from here. So, Very you true. know. For the person who is watching right now and thinking like, you know, this is my time, you know, because you probably seen these people there. I'm going to wait for a downturn. I'm just going to be liquid. And once it's going to happen, I'm just going to jump right in. So for those people who are watching and thinking, you know, I'm still going to wait it out a little bit since this coronavirus is going to go away and I'm just going to start buying, investing. What, what type of advice would you give for those people? Uh, again, just you know, be very extra cautious. You know, uh, review the deal with people that been maybe more longer in this game than you. You know, I, I have uh, various connections and friends that before pulling the trigger, I ask for two, three opinions myself from people that have more underwriting experience, that have worked on Wall Street, that have analyzed hundreds and hundreds of deals. Remember, real estate is a team game. If yeah. you want to be successful, you need to be around like-minded people and build strong relationships and connections. Not everybody is good as you are in certain uh, tasks, and uh, we all have differences, right? So uh, it's important that you create this uh, relationship. For example, uh, you know, we, uh, my partner and I, we have coaches. We have real estate coaches that are actually uh, teaching us about different various strategies, about marketing, about markets, about underwriting. So it is important that you continuously uh, sharpen your saw yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. increase your, your skill and be, uh, and be ready when opportunity strikes. 
And there, believe me, there will be opportunities. I don't want to sound too uh, pessimistic because I'm very optimistic by nature. I believe that we will recover this. Oh yeah. But it, but it is very important to be ready for that opportunity and align yourself with other like like-minded people that you can bounce ideas. Definitely, just just keeping your sword sharp right now as as much as you can. Just, just keep exactly. sharpening it. Sit at home and just keep sharpening the saw. You know, like observe, learn a lot. And now it's definitely a great time for somebody because you know I, I talk with like real estate people all the time, and everybody's you know some of those people are working from home, which is probably some part of you know yourself currently probably just work from yes. home. So, you, you know, and they kind of look, you know, look for deals. They just read the books or they go through the, you know, business plans and they're going to reevaluate the situation where we go and what's going to happen and just sharpen that saw, you know, talk with the people like the experts, you know, the, the, so, you know, the advice you mentioned, you know, team uh, multiple times before you said teamwork. So how yes. somebody who is just getting involved into the business now or later, like what is the process to finding the key team members for, for the real estate business? Uh, that's a great question. So what, what happened in my case is I went to a lot of conferences and I get to know people over lunch, dinner, sometimes drinks and, you know, being able to connect with people face to face and then uh, making decision. Is this the person that ultimately uh, you want to partner up with? Because this is a very serious business. As you know, there's thousands of dollars on the line. So you definitely want to be able to uh, work only if you gel with that person, right? Only if you feel there is a, a right synergy, there is a right vision that you uh, uh, connect on, this, uh, on these levels that your visions uh, are the same, you're underwriting the same. If you're conservative, but maybe it's, uh, your partner is not potentially, that's a disconnect that you wanna avoid, right? Because we're talking about illiquid investment Mm -hmm. That uh, typically there is a you know, three to five whole period of time, uh, potentially even longer, right? So being able to uh, find these partnerships is very important. If you're local in the area, you know, check out some meetups. You can also, because of the internet right now, nobody's traveling, right? Everybody's staying at home. And social distancing is yeah. the new new term terminology that is being thrown out the, out there you know you can listen to the podcast you can listen uh, to the webinar and uh, send an email or if the person has a phone maybe call or text the person and open try to open uh, that communication channel and learn from each other uh, like i said real estate is a team game there is a lot of people that are very open and she will share with you what they know uh, there's a lot of experienced people that will actually spend time uh, with you if you're looking for that information and if you can give something back yeah. as well. So uh, even if you think about it, uh, you know, for a second, our um, company name, the, w the way I came up with that name is a wealthy mind investment is if you have that wealthy mind mindset, then uh, you're obviously gonna be working and producing value and adding value to other people, right? So being able to connect with the people and help others is something that I'm personally passionate about by applying what I learned and helping others the same uh, to take advantage of this uh, commercial real estate investment is, is, a, is a great strategy. So do not be shy if you're an introvert, you know, reach out to people. There is plenty of people that are actually uh, happy to help.
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I see that, that you have a passion. Again, you're spending the, the time, the quality time here, providing all the valuable information for people on this podcast. So it just shows that, you know, that you love helping out, you love other people, you know, seeing, succeeding. So, you know, it's just a great opportunity to have you on. So, you know, talking about the marketing, because you. you mentioned that as well. And I know real estate space is a little bit outdated still. You know, like yes, other businesses start, like they're pushing a lot on the marketing efforts. And I'm a big believer because like I have a social media company uh, that this is the time right now to push a lot on social media because people are going to sit at home. They're going to, what are they going to do? They're going to watch TV. They're not going to do that. They're definitely not going to read the newspaper because no, I don't think anybody does that now. But uh, they're going to scroll. <laughs> Online, <through>. everything. <laughs> Everybody's gonna, most of the people are gonna scroll on social media, Facebook, that's how we connected. Instagram, LinkedIn, great opportunity. Again, what you mentioned, connect with other people and start building that team. But from the business owner standpoint, I think, you know, pushing more on that and just using that time while people are gonna be sitting at home doing whatever, you know, if you just keep in people's faces, like, you know, I definitely understand it and I agree with that, that if people want to do something, they want to buy something, invest in something, if they don't have money, they're going to find the money or if they have it, they will look more into investing into something. So just using that opportunity, you know, shifting from, oh my God, I'm a victim, this is happening into like, no, look, I'm going to push on it, push on it more because now it's the, the time to do that. So what do you think, like from your perspective, I would just like to get, because looking at the website and again, we connected to the Facebook, so you're fairly active on social media, but maybe you just can tell people uh, what platforms are you using, you know, and maybe some softwares in the business, again, b being a data numbers guy that yes. kind of, you know, makes those day-to-day -day tasks run smoother for your own business. Yeah, so uh, in my day job and uh, many other uh, real estate investors are currently using a, a tool to connect, which is what we're doing now, uh, uh, called Zoom. Oh, yeah. It's a video conferencing tool. And uh, I strongly recommend uh, anybody who is uh, looking to connect with m more people to learn this tool. It's a very easy tool, as you know. It's a plugin, and then uh, you can be up and running in in five ten minutes right so webex is another tool that some people uh, some other uh, people use as far as uh, uh, other tools so we use a crm system uh, we send out uh, we have email marketing campaigns uh, that we send out periodically every two weeks or so we track to see you know who clicked on what and uh, what are the interests and what are their goals uh, what is their investment criteria and what's the risk profile things like that we use uh, a software called active campaign okay uh, uh, as far as uh, social media uh, primarily i use facebook uh, as of right now i'm also looking at the linkedin i do have a profile that i'm i'm going to be starting to uh, create uh, more blogs and posts uh, on that platform because that's where a lot of uh, tech professionals uh, specifically look into. Uh, we do publish a new blog every few weeks or so, so as uh, uh, new updates and on our website, yes. Uh, so we have about 20 right now and uh, we're continuously be, uh, be adding uh, new content all the time because like, you know, there's always new updates, there is new uh, site team, there's yeah. new insight, there's something learned. Uh, we also have a webinar series. Uh, we're gonna be increasing that as well. Uh, we have one coming up in a week or so. 
uh, with the guy who's been doing it for 17 years and uh, his portfolio been uh, he's invested in more than 1 billion of assets <laughs> so three wow. times as big and he was actually he was actually able to exit from his corporate uh, job and now he's a full-time passive not even active passive real estate Wait, what's investor. that can you can you drop a name uh, Jeremy Roll. Uh, so I'm super excited uh, to be interviewing him uh, in the next uh, few weeks or so. And you know uh, how I connected with the guy. Uh, I met him at the, one of the conferences. I went to a real estate conference and uh, chatted with him during the break and found out that uh, we definitely clicked as far as uh, being on the same page. And he was open to explore uh, an interview. And I'm super excited to be interviewing him and sharing that uh, with uh, my, my audience. So the last webinar that we had uh, was about tax strategies. We actually interviewed uh, a CPA who is a, a real estate investor as well. And we had more than uh, 50 people showed up for the webinar. And uh, especially now, as you correctly mentioned, uh, you, know, you can't really travel and get out yeah. of the house. So what a great time to learn. Yeah. and uh, connect with people and uh, go on a webinar and, and, and ask questions from uh, experts who's been, who have been doing it for a long time. We actually started uh, a local meetup in Silicon Valley for busy professionals, but timing obviously didn't work out well. And uh, we're currently suspending that indefinitely until uh, this virus is taken care of. Yeah, definitely. And I definitely recommend people, you know, uh, you know, I'm sure you have some webinars, as I mentioned, you, you have with uh, Jeremy Roll coming up, uh, you know, soon in what you say a couple of weeks. So we're going to include those for you guys to go and check it out if that's going to be available to the public, you know, if sure. people join, because I think now it's a great, great time. Again, if you're from the States, if you're not from States, if you're looking to get invested, because again, a lot of industries are a little bit shaky now. So if you have, you know, if you're a liquid, have capital available, maybe you're accredited. I don't know if you accept not accredited investors, but hey, listen, jump in, you know, find out how, what the real estate investments, uh, you know, what they offer, the tax benefits, all the advantages, just learn from that. And maybe now it's the time to start thinking like, man, maybe I should be investing into something that pays me, you know, monthly or quarterly, whatever the way it's structured. But, you know, it's definitely, you know, a time I think to do that because who knows what's going to happen with the jobs, you know, in the future with the situation that we're currently in. So yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So before we go, I just want to say uh, thank you, Alex. That was a great time. I still can feel you can give so much, you know, but the time <laughs> is a little bit limited in here. So, you know, I, I just want to say a big thank you. It's been a pleasure. You know, I'm, I'm very happy to meet with you and just connect with you. And, uh, you know, I would love for people to get in contact with you as well, personally, if they have any questions. So if you can give uh, the social media platforms that you're actively on, uh, we'll make sure that we include those. So th what, what those would be for people to get in contact? Sure, yeah. So Facebook would probably be number one. And on my website, I, I have listed an email, which is uh, Alex at wealthymindinvestments.com and I'm pretty approachable. Uh, you can actually schedule a 15 minute call with yep. me and uh, I'll jump on a call and see how I can help you. Oh yeah, definitely. Cause this guy is definitely here to help, you know, providing this uh, podcast spending, you know, 30, whatever it was 40 minutes for free. 
I don't pay him, by the way. He's giving this time <laughs> for free. So the, this man is definitely a go-giver, very smart, intelligent, you know, in the T space. He, he works with a company that does super well. I mean, 3,000 and plus units counting. So, you know, they, they just looking to help people. And maybe, again, I'm not pitching or selling anything, guys. Look, maybe it's the time to start thinking about, you know, should I be concerned about that and just get educated? Because if you cannot make a decision, because from a personal standpoint, when I couldn't make the decision, there was a lack of information that was lacking. So, you know, I think this man can fill you up with all that information for you to learn the benefits of, of the real estate investing. So, of course, we're going to include the links down below. Uh, Alex links, go and check it out. Connect with him on Facebook, uh, which you mentioned you have LinkedIn as well. So all these uh, platforms and, you know, again, just a big honor, pleasure to have you on. And guys, if you enjoyed the show, you already know what to do. Click like, subscribe to the channel. And as always, I'm going to see you on the next episode. Thanks.